0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Get ready to be inspired. We have got Christian music superstar Sherry Kagey is going to talk about her faith in Jesus Christ and maybe she will sing a little bit.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: Live via Skype from Nashville, Tennessee, we have Christian contemporary music superstar, Sherry Kagey, welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us.
2: Wow, that's quite an intro, (laughs) but thanks for having me.
1: Well, many of the people of our generation may be familiar with your uncle, Phil Kagey, was a legendary, in fact, still is a legendary guitarist, uh, has written countless albums and inspired you know, millions of people around the world and people of the generation behind us are probably more familiar with you. So you and I are uh, about the same age and, and honestly, I don't know that much about you, but I'm here to learn and you are in Nashville, Tennessee. Tell me about your upbringing and how you got interested in singing.
2: Yes, I was born and raised in Southern California. So I'm a West Coast girl. Uh, but moved to Nashville uh, 20 plus years ago, just as my first album was releasing. But I, as a little girl, I always played the piano. I took lots of piano lessons, and piano was sort of that thing that I was good at as a kid. Every, every kid has their thing. And I played at the church offertories, I played at uh, the school talent shows, I accompanied other singers, actually, other soloists. Uh, But eventually, I began to sing more, and I was the worship leader at a church, uh, my home church in California, where I began to write my very first love songs to the Lord. They were corporate worship songs that we would sing as a church family, and uh, I remember doing my first solo, my first solo in church to an Amy Grant track. It was her song, (laughs) Jehovah. And um, never imagined that I would one day record my own music and other people would be singing my songs. Uh, well, Annie Grant
1: certainly it. certainly paved the way, you know, during our generation. I think she was the first platinum Christian soloist. Uh, and so you not only were inspired by hers, uh, but you also sang church hymns as a worship leader. And then you began to write your own Music, Tell, talk about that spark of inspiration. Did the Lord give you lyrics or tunes or how does it work?
2: Yes, usually I write uh, the lyric and the melody together at the same time. Uh, some would say, well, no, you gotta have a lyric first. Or some would say, no, you gotta have a piece of music first. And uh, <laughs> for me, it's, it's just sort of at the same time I have a lyric idea and it sings a certain way to me. It has a certain rhythm. And then piano is my instrument. And so I'll just, you know, put the music to it and, and voila. So those first songs that I wrote there for that church, they were then recorded on my first album, uh, Child of the Father, which released in 94. And, um, and then God began to grow my audience. And, and I went from singing that little local church uh,
1: to singing all over
2: wherever he would open the door.
1: And you've now recorded nine albums and you've won some awards. Talk about uh, the, the honors that you've received.
2: Sure. Um That's not the funnest thing to talk about. It's so much better if someone else does all that, right? But well, um, I'm just going
1: to brag about her. She was nominated, I think, for four Dove Awards, and she won one of them. That sits on her piano. Can you just reach up there and show it to us? Yes. Uh, Strangely,
2: I, I'm sitting here at my piano, and I actually have I have it here in the piano. This was. Um, <laughs> Dove that's Awards fine. Put money.
1: it back. <laughs> Enough bragging now. I'm just yeah. Kidding.
2: Okay, done with that. <laughs> you no know, radio has been very good to me. I made
1: her do that. She did not want. She's bashful and shy. So, <laughs> talk about your uncle Phil Caggy is known, I think, worldwide. And did he help inspire and guide you into the recording industry?
2: Um, Phil has certainly from um, from a, I, I was married to Phil's nephew for 22 years. And I actually met him when I was in high school, and he was the one that had introduced me to Phil's music. This was back when we were all living in California, and uh, Phil and his wife live here now as well. But um, so I had encouragement from, um, you know, from all of that, from them um, to – you know, of course, Phil and I are different. He plays the guitar <laughs> and is um, just so noted um, for his prowess on the guitar, whereas I play the piano. But there is a commonality and a love for music and a love for the Lord and that coming together in our music. And he's uh, been gracious to play on many of my albums through the years, um, and, which is you know, kind of a, a cool perk, you know. Yeah. Um, he he played a, a ukulele track on this on my current album, I did a scripture song to um, Philippians four eight, and um, and he did a sweet little track that was so playful. It just really was. It filled a great pocket on this album.
1: Talk for a minute before we go to commercial about your faith in Jesus Christ. Why do you just not sing like popular songs, but you sing worship songs? Why is He so important to you?
2: Uh, he's well. He's become everything to me. I didn't know it. In my childhood church, when he was first pursuing me, um, I didn't know how much he would come to mean to me. He's been um, my rock and my foundation through a whole lot of hard things in life, Um, not only savior, but counselor and comforter and friend um, and sustainer. So I could talk for, we could spend the whole rest of this time just talking about that. Um, and I can expound on my testimony as we go, but he's the reason I have something in my heart to share, um, that I I have a reason to write these truths that have impacted my own life, and these prayers that are my own utterances before the Lord put to music.
1: Amen to that. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, she's sitting right at the piano. I think we may persuade her to sing a few notes.
2: This
3: is PIJN News. Defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps
2: will be right back.
1: How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or from angels, or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life. Which is why we've created now not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource. Or call us toll free at 866 God, And for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17 part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website prayinjesusname.org or call us toll free at 866 obey god. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today.
0: Empowering You, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined again via Skype from Nashville, Tennessee with Christian recording superstar, Dove award-winning artist, Sherry Kagey, welcome back to the program.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: So before the break, we were talking about your faith in Jesus Christ and you've recorded nine albums that are really inspirational. They lead people to worship Jesus Christ. But these last two albums came after some tragedy in your life. Can you talk about how the Lord helped you through that?
2: Yes, um, I refer to 2010 as sort of my epic year and that it was just a lot of change and upheaval and loss rolled into one uh, six month period. And my daughter's high school graduation and my son's wedding, my grandmother passed away of an aneurysm and my grandfather two months after her also died. Had to do a short sale on the home we lived in as a family in Brentwood, Tennessee. Um, And in all of that, my 22 year marriage to my high school sweetheart was ending in divorce. And I never thought that would be my story. I had always ministered from the place of a a married woman with two children, you know. Um, But God was so present with me uh, through many years in the brokenness in our marriage. And, in fact, he used those things specifically to drive me to my knees to to teach me how to cling to the word of God. And um, I just grew a lot in my faith as a result of the rubbing in that relationship. Um, and so those these these last two projects are songs birthed out of all that experience. There's a um, I quote from Psalm 119 verse 71 in a song called "You Save Me" that says it was it was good for me to be afflicted that I might learn your decrees. Wow. And um, that's a, that's one of the it's a hard scripture, but as I look back, I see God's faithfulness and His nearness to me, in spite of the brokenness. Um, there was a testimony that was. Significant to me in that time of uncertainty uh, Where I had a lot of fear about what my future would be Would I be single the rest of my life? Where was I going to live? All these unknowns And um, I was at my home church in Nashville And the pastor, uh, Michael Easley, actually uh, Preached a sermon on the three things we need to survive He said, one, we need air Two, we need food and water Three, we need God's presence and in all of that fear and anxiety, when I, when I heard that simple sermon, one, two, three, I knew I had everything I needed in Christ. And I understood the all-sufficiency of Christ like mm. I never had before. And so that then spawned, um, I actually ended up writing a song called Air, Food, and Water, and <laughs> several healing songs. Um, and God healed me a lot through the outpouring and now those songs are ministering to others.
1: So your newest CD is titled, and you're gonna sing to us the title track now, if I can impose upon you to do that. What is it called?
2: Yeah, it's called No Longer My Own. And I I kind of borrowed it, it was inspired by John Wesley's covenant prayer. And um, so you may recognize some of the language in this song. (laughs)
3: Do what you will. Let me be full, or let me have nothing. To you, I wholeheartedly yield. Though I am no longer my own, but yours. Let it be satisfied in heaven This covenant now made on earth Let it be satisfied
0: in heaven Let it be satisfied in
3: heaven Amen
1: That was wonderful. I am just inspired. I can tell. Uh, oh. people are going to want to buy your album. Where can they find it?
2: Yes, um, iTunes, uh, ChristianBook.com, uh, Amazon, or my website. If they want, like, a signed, personalized, actual CD, order through my website, com, and I'll personalize it for you.
1: C-H-E-R-I-K-E-A-G-G-Y.com. Uh, you I, I am really blessed by this. I mean... We're gonna take another short commercial break, but when we come back, I want you to pick out something else inspiring, maybe one of your older hits that people would recognize, and then Mm. we'll show a short video of you singing with Uncle Phil. We'll be right back with Sherry Kagey. Perfect.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts
1: in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or from angels, or from invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now, not just a book, but a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource or call us toll free at 866-OBEY-GOD, and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17-part Bible study series for just $99, and if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us toll free at 866-OBEY-GOD. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today.
3: He is the
1: intersection
3: of church and state. Here
1: is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, we'll be joined in just a minute by Sherry Kagi via Skype in Nashville. And But first I want to show you a, an old video clip. This is from her 2001 video, Let's Fly. We're not going to show you the entire clip, but Just the last minute or so has a breathtaking guitar solo by Uncle Phil Kage, and let's show that right now. Now, I became a Christian in the late 80s. Uh, you know, it, I had all of Phil Kage's albums. He was the generation before me. But uh, just looking at the two of us, Sherry, I would say I look like him about his generation and you look about half my age. I just want to know how you do it. You're so beautiful.
2: <laughs> I had my children young and... Uh, they're both grown now. I have a son and a daughter who are both married. And so I'm an empty nester, but God's been so good to me, so faithful, my constant um, through all these years. And I'm, I'm just, I feel grateful to still be doing it, you know. And then I'm thankful for my hair colorist to fix my gray roots. That's just <laughs> Okay.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. I, I wish I had that problem. But <laughs> please talk for a moment about, you know, again, what inspires you and what are the current projects you're working on that are coming out in in the year ahead?
2: Yes, I mean, this this, uh, newest album, uh, the first single we're working on right now, I mean, it's released to radio and stations are adding it all over. Uh, It's called Overcome. And it was inspired, really, I was burdened about uh, the ISIS killings and seeing, Believers being persecuted and that was the top sort of news story of the day and pretty horrific And uh, I just remember having some time for songwriting one afternoon, and I asked the Lord What would you have me write about and that was a little where my headspace was and and um, But I just said that quick prayer and I came straight to the piano and wrote overcome uh, which Which speaks to that that I think um, even those of us who have uh, have a faith and have a belief in Christ and everlasting life I think even the Saints among us are um, afraid and yes. and he is I I quote John sixteen thirty three. you know uh, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you'll have trouble but take heart for I've overcome the, the world and in the song I said ha- and he I it's from God's perspective he's asking he's saying I am here I am watching it all don't you fear, haven't I already overcome?
1: Oh, and, um, amen, I
3: hope
2: that. that I yeah, that. that'll be a song that emboldens the church.
1: I um, can't wait to hear that next year, but we just have a few minutes left. Would you sing for us something that most people are familiar with, one of your uh, older hits?
2: Yeah, yeah, that will take you back.
3: Father, and I'm still your child. Just a smith.
1: Oh, that is wonderful. We have a full four minutes left. I was teasing you when I said we're almost out of time. So what's another hit that people may recognize let's see
2: well there's joy in the Lord is one that uh, people are familiar with let's hear it that there sounds good. Is joy in the
3: Lord <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that is very joyful. I appreciate that. Okay, now, obviously, you love the Lord. Obviously, you love your family. Talk for a minute about your children. What has inspired you as their mother?
2: Yeah, you know, I've written songs for my children as well, um, songs that families claim as their own, you know, for their own children, prayers uh, that they pray for their own children. Uh, I had a song, Little Boy on His Knees. Um, um, Anyway,
1: we don't have time to play it, but uh, we got about three minutes left. It just hum a few bars.
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> he sees me in the morning, lifting him out of bed. The sun comes with little warning, a brand new day's ahead. To the kitchen for some breakfast, a plate of toasted. A cup of milk just as expected Close your eyes and bow your head You can take it for anything you want to For the flowers and the trees And pray, Lord Jesus, make me A little boy on my knees
1: I remember that song. Now that's one that I've actually heard on the radio. So <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: that was one of the number 1 songs from back in the day, you know. Um And you've
1: had 9 number 1 hits on the Christian Music Billboard and uh just a successful career and you've inspired thousands if not millions of people. So thank you so much. Yeah, we just have a minute left. I would like to invite you to pray with the audience. Is there a special message or greeting you wanna leave somebody with if they're going through a struggle right now?
2: Yes, so just to, just to pray right now?
1: Sure, if you would just uh, you know, inspire people and then lead us in prayer.
2: Yes, I mean, you know, I've been in desperate places, for those of you who are viewing, I've been in desperate places where I was at the total end of myself. Um, and what I've learned in my life is that when we come to the end of ourselves, we come to the beginning of Jesus. And um, He truly is our all-sufficient God, and there for us. Um, when others would disappoint, um, when others would forsake, um, uh, He He becomes our foundation. And I think sometimes we don't really learn how to trust God until we have no other choice. Amen. And um, but boy, when life circumstance comes, um, we we cry out to Him and we find Him, and I found Him in my own life to be trustworthy. Worthy, and I found his the word of God to be such a jewel, um, such something that I cherish so much because it anchored me through a lot of years of turmoil. And so, I pray for that person out there right now who go ahead and pray um, who is afraid, who is um, overwhelmed, who is exhausted, who is burdened, who is broken, who is desperate. I pray that you would reach out to them, Lord, and you would reveal yourself to them, your great love, your great grace, um, your all-sufficient grace, that you would make yourself known in tangible ways, in practical ways, that you would surround with the body of Christ, the beloved community who are your arms and feet, and touch that person and give to them, infuse to them once more, the hope of heaven, the hope of Christ, that there is a Savior, that there is one who died on the cross and was buried and rose again. He is a living God who died for us that we could be set free, that we could be reconciled to a holy God. This is a God who has not forgotten us. This is a God who has fought for us and continues to fight for us and will to the end. We praise you in Jesus' name, and we thank you that you are here.
1: Amen. Amen. Our guest is Sherry Kagi. Her website, sherrykagi.com. Please go there. She'll send you an autographed CD if you pay her just a little bit of money. <laughs> God bless you, Sherry. And you're always welcome back on our show. I'm Dr. Chaps. Website is prayinjesusname.org or call our toll-free prayer line, 866 God. God bless you in Jesus name. We'll see you next time.